Everything flows into and out of the throne of God. Everything in heaven flows into and out of the throne, however you arrived there, all traffic moves towards the throne, from the veil to the beautiful conveyances, and coming down from the sky, in whatever way God brings you into heaven, you move toward the throne, people in heaven earnestly desire to get to the throne and to talk to Jesus. They might be standing on a street corner looking down the street and see Jesus walking toward them, in wonderment, they exclaim, He's coming, He is coming our way, we are going to get to talk to Him. Many times I saw Jesus talking with people, and He would turn and look at me, I wanted to talk to Him, but I knew that I had to wait my turn, I felt great peace, when I saw Him I always had a desire to go before God on the throne, mysteries of God how unsearchable God's judgments and his paths beyond tracing out, who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor. Romans chapter 11, verses 33 through 34, As you might imagine, I had many questions, there were things I wanted to know, for example, I saw other levels of heaven that I didn't understand, when we started floating up into the sky, another level of heaven appeared with ground, buildings, and sky but I couldn't see it from the first level, other lands, oceans, and seas, supernaturally, I knew that there were other continents, islands, freshwater oceans and seas far away, the seas are large bodies of water surrounded by land, but open to the oceans, I was not allowed to know anything about them, but I knew they existed, to me, heaven seemed like a very large planet, millions of times the size of earth, things there were tangible but not physical, infinite layers, if heaven is a planet, then it's God's personal planet, and if heaven is God's personal planet, then it is multi-layered as I mentioned before, no matter where I was, however, I could see the throne of God off in the distance, it's the very center of the universe, the center of all existence, that's where everything began, it is awesome, I saw only four of these layers, but they seemed to go on to infinity, how big is God and how big is his universe? There are vast places in heaven, where people will never go or see, additional questions, for some reason, I could talk to only a few people, there were streets that I wanted to walk down in order to look at other things but I was not allowed, there were buildings that I couldn't enter, I was told that there were some buildings people would never be allowed into, again, I marveled at the children, they were so advanced and yet still children, apparently, even in heaven, people grow at different rates. I wondered where the lumber came from for the buildings because no tree has ever been cut in heaven, who made the bricks? What was made in the factories, they were huge, I learned that the diamond trees were made before the creation of the earth, I thought to myself that I could find out how old the earth is by asking how old the diamond trees are, that was to remain a mystery, I was not allowed to know, but they were miles in diameter, had they been growing since the beginning of creation, or were they made that way? It was a mystery to me how the animals communicated, there were birds singing amazing grace, I knew every language along with a heavenly language and I could speak to anyone with perfect understanding, how could this be? And there were people there who had not died yet, I have heard others say that about heaven, I saw them, and I wondered about this mystery, continents, oceans, transparent buildings full of people, kitchens without cooking, factories without power lines, angels with supernatural strength, the mysteries went on and on and kept growing, 
I wanted to know but was not allowed to know, I knew there was something but what it was I didn't know, I asked and asked the angels who are guiding me, regularly they told me, it is not for you to know at this time, finally, after many questions about the mysteries I wanted to understand, the angel on my right who was doing most of the talking looked at me and sternly said, the mysteries of God are none of your business, prophetic heaven, I looked and there before me was a white horse, its rider held a bow and he was given a crown, and he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest, Revelation chapter 2, verse 2, there are areas in heaven that are prophetic, they depict things to come, I saw the black tornado of judgment, I saw revival and judgment, there was a prophetic area that had a landscape that looked like Colorado, with mountains, trees, rocks, and rivers, it had a white pine pulpit, two fists came through the sky, between the sheik and a glory, the right hand was gold, God's blessing, the left hand was steel, God's judgment, seven prophetic signs, I saw the falls of God's glory, one stream of water falling into vapor on earth, we on earth can rise up to that level, we can rise into the midst of the falls of God's glory, and I saw the tidal wave, the last great move of God, it was seven tears tall, prophetically I was told seven signs, one, the last great move of God will be in out of the way places, day and night, two, signs and wonders will increase and be fought against, three, laws of physics will be suspended so that the miraculous can flow, four, laws of time and space will be made known to men, five, knowledge of man will increase and never be based on fleshly things, six, sevenfold tidal wave, the last great move of God breaking on the shores of eternity, the greatest part will be poured out in rural areas, I seek my bride in humble places, I was born in a stable, 7, awareness is given my people in days and weeks just before my return, mass multitudes will be involved in this revival, which will be through people who give all praise to the Lord, it is coming to root out and destroy the phony it will keep the faithful and it will be the introduction to the coming of Christ, amphitheater of promises, I saw Abraham's amphitheater, it was like a football arena only hundreds of times larger, there was a cloud in the playing field area, in the cloud, I could see all the promises that have come to pass for and because of Abraham, the promises were for the entire world, not just for the Jews, refer to Acts chapter 2, verses 38 through 39, there were what looked like two to three million seats with names on them, people had specific promises, promises related to David's throne and the lineage of kings, each of the patriarchs had an amphitheater, the angels helped people to remember the promises, on the way to the throne, I saw the amphitheater of David, I didn't go into his building, but I knew about it when I went by, somehow I sensed in my spirit, I knew, in heaven, you just know things, it was where David and his descendants went to see their promises coming to pass, but everyone is welcome, I saw a building in the shape of a castle like a cornucopia, or a horn of plenty, it was a prayer center, angels were traveling in and out of the archway at the speed of light, to go through the archway was to go into the presence of God, the angels were carrying golden censers that carried prayers, they held them by the bowls of the censers, the prayers are precious cargo and are treated as such, no prayer goes unanswered, even wrong prayer, the prayers are brought before the face of God, instantly the angels go back for more, 
fields of supernatural supply, I was taken to an area where I looked down upon what looked like millions and millions of acres under cultivation, there are huge fields of grain in heaven that are constantly moving in the breeze, they are a supernatural supply for others of various kinds, there is a heavenly harvest that is prophetic, at one time in my grandfather's life, he had some land that he had set aside to pay tithes, when he didn't have cash, he used the income from the crops grown on that land to support his church, a drought came, corn wouldn't grow, bins wouldn't grow, so he planted wheat in this land because he determined that wheat would grow in pretty dry circumstances, that year of drought, the tithed land produced stocks of wheat that were seven feet tall, the people in the area saw and could not explain what had happened except that it was the hand of God, some said it was a species of wheat they had never seen before, the harvest from that field by itself filled the local grain elevator, that is the wheat I saw in heaven, I saw it seemed like thousands and thousands of trees filled with fruit, multitudes of people were coming and picking fruit and taking it away in baskets, they took it to their homes in heaven, and there is also a bank in heaven, our bank, this is how it works, every time you give anything, it is recorded in heaven, angels go to a doorway with a slip, they receive golden coins and bring them to earth, the coins are changed to what we need on earth, these are supernatural finances, horses in heaven, the book of revelation tells us that the Lord will return riding a white horse, refer to revelation chapter 6 verse 2, revelation chapter 19, verses 11 through 16. I have often wondered about that, what would a white horse from heaven actually look like? I was taken to an area where there were supernatural horse-like creatures, some of them had wings, some had abilities that we don't have on earth, they could walk on the air if they needed to, I saw thousands of chariots and beautiful horses to pull them, all the horses I saw were entirely white, they had red hoofs, fiery crimson red hooves, and huge nostrils. They were about 10 to 15 times bigger than the biggest horses I have ever seen on earth, and they were all muscle, no fat, there was no horse byproduct to clean up and I do think they ever ate, they were there for a specific purpose, some of it had to do with the rapture of the church. The prophet Elijah was taken up to heaven in a fiery chariot, refer to the second book of Kings chapter 2, verses 9 through 11, and I can tell you there was a chariot there that was the Lord's, it was bigger and nicer than the rest, and it was pulled by the most awesome steed. There were other supernatural animals also, I saw a beast that had the body of a giant boar, the neck of a camel and the head of a horse, an angel was sitting on it, I was not told about its purpose, an eternal testimony service I was then taken to a large theatre where a testimony service was going on there were thousands there and from what I was told it would be going on for eternity, I heard thunderous shouting of praise and glory, and then I heard a very familiar voice. He was saying, I was given a promise from the Lord regarding the life of my grandson thirty-five years before he was born, I was told that he would be a blessing to his generation, and that he would be used by God in a mighty way. He was a child preacher and now he's here, our God never fails. I looked around to see who he was talking about, since I also had started very young in the ministry, I was excited about seeing this man, was the voice talking about King David, or perhaps Samuel, was I going to get to see Samuel? I found that I could see Samuel, so I shouted, I want to see Samuel, let me see this one who also loved God so much, 
Yet I could not meet Samuel here. I was led to an area that looked like a stage and as I looked up, there was my grandpa, he was the speaker. He pointed at me and said, there he is now. I wept with joy at seeing him again, and I just fell on the marble floor. I hand picked me up, it was grandpa, grandma was there too, and also my grandpa's brothers Lester and Marion. They had their families with them and many people whom I had never seen before. They would not come any closer and I instinctively knew that God would not allow me to embrace them yet, everyone was beaming with joy, then I was instantly in another place, I was told, come, you have an appointment with destiny, I walked along still overcome with joyful weeping and with the impact of what had just happened, I saw a group of about fourteen warrior angels who were coming from the direction of the throne. The angels were a good twenty feet tall and ten feet across at the shoulders, their eyes glistened with a fiery light from the altars of God, and their swords were flames of fire, the ground shook as they passed by me, I stepped aside and the angels with me bowed their heads in respect, I thought to myself, I would never want to be any demon that tried to fight with them, just one of them could destroy an entire army, and I heard that strong firm yet so gentle voice, Jesus was behind me he said, I wanted you to see them, they are being sent into your future, they will be there when you need them, I was reminded of the scripture are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14, later in life, I would need them and would receive their help on several occasions, sometimes in a very special, personal and real way, somehow I knew that all these things were to prepare me for the future that God had in store for me, Again, I wept. The angels put their arms around me and said in unison, and God has given his angels charge over you, to bear you up, lest at any time you should dash your foot against a stone, refer to Psalm 91, verses 11 through 12, I cried, glory to God, with great joy, I could see Jesus again among his people, and there was a great throng of children surrounding him, I heard him say, look at this as he threw a large ball of what looked like glory cloud into the air, when it reached about 2000 feet in the air, it exploded into a display that looked like the fireworks we are familiar with on earth, and with such a variety of colors, yet instead of fading away, it got bigger and bigger, then it took the shape of a tree and slowly floated to the ground, it was instantly rooted and began to grow, it looks similar to the other trees there, it was simply beautiful. Jesus does only what is perfect, it is the law of heaven, I remember all the people who were standing there watching with great awe, 